Yo. Hi. Bass, Sam. Dave. I have, an, I have an interesting story I'd like to kick things off with. Uh, I had other things I want to talk about, but a listener sent me this. And it's it's a messed up story, but it's funny. It's messed up because a kid dies, a 17-year-old boy. But the reason he died is because he got a hickey. Okay. And we've talked about before how only gangbangers get hickeys. Like, they love hickeys. Okay. That's their favorite I'm thing waiting, in the world. I'm waiting for the, uh, the humor. Well, it's, well, you die from a hickey. That's not funny to you? Wait, that's it? That's it? Yeah, he got he got a hickey. Well, isn't it, there's got to be more to it. Because well, don't just yeah, die. How, how does one die from a hickey? A guy in Mexico City, he got a hickey that resulted in a blood clot. Okay, well, see, that's... And it caused him to have a stroke. He died from a blood clot. He died from a blood clot. No, yeah. but it's from a hickey, though. <laughs> but the way, you, the way you said it, you said, I have a story, it's funny. A guy got a hickey and died, and then me and Bass are waiting for, like, the explanation, and you're like... Yeah, that's it. And it's like, that doesn't just happen. Like, yeah. it, it led to something that we were waiting for that additional detail. So now like, we know. Somebody, somebody sucked on that dude's neck so hard that a blood clot. Well, yeah. I mean, how does how does that happen? How well, does it, it says, it, it, here, here's, what, here's what's interesting. This isn't the first time this has happened. Another hickey was given to a 44-year-old woman in New Zealand. And she also oh. got a blood clot, but she survived. She didn't die. What's a 44-year-old woman doing with a hickey? Well, we- exactly. <laughs> is, that, is that what happened to New Zealand? I think, that, I think that's the uh, yeah. lead right there. Well, we've talked about before how only scumbags, like, y'all girl, put one on my neck now. And let me give you no, a few. It's bad trash to have a hickey anywhere. I'm going to, Papa, you ain't going to put a hickey on me unless you make me your lady. All right, it's official, then. You're now my lady. I never thought you'd make me your lady, puppet. I had to do it. Now you're officially mine. Use my lady now, and you represent me with that hickey. I mean, the 17-year-old, I guess... I guess 17-year-olds are stupid. So I guess you you're right. You could give know. you could give that kid a pass. That hickey didn't have like um, ketamine in it or something. Or <laughs> sure that hickey wasn't wasn't laced with some cyanide description. <laughs> yeah. If I mean, there weren't enough reasons though not to have hickeys, it shouldn't this now end hickeys once and for all? That they're causing blood clots and killing people. Yeah. Well, I, I don't. I don't think it's going to, but. I still don't understand how he could actually do that. I mean, how hard are you freaking sucking on a neck? Well, basically, a, a hickey is heart. what? Isn't it? it, it is it's it a bruise? No, no. Let me, and let me ask you. This is an actual news story, right? This wasn't, um, like, from somebody's lips to your ears, and then it becomes a fact. Yeah, this like wasn't from puppet, was it? They sent to a clip, right? Or 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 an article or something from a reputable source. Is WGN or News is it, good enough for you? Okay, that is. That, that, <laughs> I just wanted to make sure because this, this isn't really, this is really odd to me. That's a, a true. Look it up, Sam. It's a real story. I believe. No, I believe you now. I just, I know, I know how you vet news. So here, here's uh, what happens. Man. Here's what happens when you get a hickey. It's blood vessels burst underneath your skin. Oh, right. So there you go. You're bursting blood vessels. So of course, there's well, a chance of a blood clot. Now, now I believe it. Now I believe it.
Yeah, but make sure you give me three or four hickeys before I leave your crib, girl. <laughs> no, I don't want to give you hickeys. I don't know you well enough. <laughs> and so you gave them to my boy Little Puppet in Cartoon, though. <laughs> I'll give you at least two hickeys then. The girls who get hickeys are, and when you see a girl with hickeys all over her neck, you just know she's a scumbag. And the oh, guy, God. and it's, and we've discussed it before. It's never usually like on her neck. It's like on a chick. It's like right in her cleavage. Oh yeah, it's always one so, on her boob. Always at least one. Yeah, there's always one yeah. on her boob and like one like on oh. like her, almost like by her nose. <laughs> no, it's a bruise from punching her in the face. From. Like, yeah, it's like the most weirdest yeah. spots to have like blood vessels. Yo, girl, it's time for me to make you my lady and give you your first hickey. I be careful though. Make sure you don't give me a. a make sure you don't give me a, a blood clot in my neck. Nah, this is gonna be a tit hickey. Oh, God. oh <laughs> in that case, I call it a ticky. <laughs> <laughs> Little puppy gave me two tickies yesterday. Look. <laughs> right here by the shitty tattoo on my boob. <laughs> the tattoo that says Chicago. Those are never a good idea. The boob tattoos? No. No. Those never work out. Because no. when, yeah. when they're like 45 or 50 and, and you see that rainbow on their boob or whatever they got. When they're 45, when they're, I'd say when they're 30, it's absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> Remember... Jared. If we look up the lady who was in her 40s in New Zealand, she's got a tattoo on her head. <laughs> it's bad. And it's, it'll, be it, like, it'll be like Mickey Mouse well, with a stand up. Well, you, if you guys think about it, I mean, so tattoos are, are getting, I, I mean, I, I feel like tattoos are at an all-time peak right now, but people really started getting a lot of tattoos, I felt like, when we were in our late teens. And a lot of those people who were getting tattoos were our age now. So you're starting to see a lot of older folks. We yeah. have a lot of really bad tattoos. Like the barbed wire? I, I mean, I don't just, I mean, yeah, that, that's an awful tattoo in general, but just any, I think for the most part, if you get tattoos, you better really try to stay in shape because these tattoos will morph into something that you didn't intend Yeah, <laughs> when you're older if you don't really, really keep up um, your your fitness level. Um and I, I wish that young people today would see what some of these tattoos become when they decide to get, um, you know, a full sleeve or, like, when a woman decides to get um, something on her chest or on her neck. And you see what happens when you're 40, 50, 60 to that tattoo. When, you're, when your gonzo tattoo is starting to look like Grimace, you know you need to see <laughs> Yeah. Nice tattoo. Is that Grimace? No, shit. It's starting it off being a tricky monster. Oh, I, saw, I saw a woman on the train the other day, and she had a tattoo, and she was probably in her 20s. And it was her whole arm, and it said, to infinity and beyond. Um, <laughs> and it had Buzz Lightyear and a rocket. And there was like Buzz Lightyear? There was like a streak down her arm, like a rocket streak. Her whole arm was covered. And it wasn't really good work kind of shitty looking tattoo to cover your whole arm with that and i just think i mean for me when you see that you have to assume that there was probably some level of regret the moment the ink touched the skin but <laughs> i i can only imagine what she's going to feel like in 10 or 20 years well sam, sam have, mean, you, have you ever it's, just, it's almost laughable have you ever gotten a bad haircut and the minute you're looking in the mirror you're like oh shit 
Of course, but I mean that's very different because no, you know I know, no, I'm, I'm, take care of that. I, I know, I'm saying, but just think about the way you feel uh, something as simple as a bad haircut. Yeah, and you're oh, stuck yeah, with no, that for sure. like what, like a month or three weeks? Yeah, this is your arm forever. <laughs> no, and I've had, I've been having a lot of weird dreams lately, and they always end bad. Like something bad happens. But I remember having a dream like where you I accidentally got a tattoo. Like I woke up with some shitty tattoo, and I'd start wake up like crying, and then I'm like, "Oh, good, I don't, I don't have the tattoo." Yeah, no, that's definitely cry worthy. I wonder what's base doesn't base doesn't your wife analyze dreams? She does. I'm always having these dreams lately where that, that end badly. Well, I'm I've, been sure. having, I've been having those Even, dreams uh, for 25 sure years. Spend the day on that. What's that, Sam? I've been having those dreams since I was about eight. Sam's like Richie Valens from La Bamba. No, honestly, I, I, my, I, honestly, every night I'm like on the verge of death in a dream. That's just my life. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to be melodramatic. I'm just saying no. I'm wondering what, what what's up I, with that. Like, why am I having like those every, dreams? I'm always. Are you always like getting shot at or anything? Off the it could be literally anything. Okay. Uh, well, last night's dream, I, I was driving and I, I just got into a crash. I was, I was driving I, and I always survive everything. Like I was driving. Yeah. I smashed into the side of the wall on the expressway. Oh but, yeah. Cause you know, if you die in your dream, you actually die in real life. You do? No, you don't. <laughs> no, you don't. To be honest, a lot of those dreams, I mean, everything's, everything's metaphor. So what you're probably doing is that you're... This is, this is a nightmare on Elm Street. Abe, the, the driving means that you're going. You're constantly moving. Oh, look so at Base the Dream Expert. It's not, no, I've been around. I, I, Joe and I have talked a lot about it. But what it means is that you're driving. So I mean, you're moving. You're, you're constantly moving. And you're constantly on the move home, doing whatever you're doing. And you're feeling like you're in a rush. So by you crashing... That means that something like like something at work or something that you've been focusing on is going to come to a crash, and Ooh. you're afraid that of the crash. But once it's done, you're okay. So oh, whatever, nice. you're, whatever you're going forward with, if it ever crashes, you'll feel like you know I crashed, but I'm, I'm better for it. So even though the crash happened, I'm still alive and I'm still okay. Have you guys very ever had base? Hey, that was very uh, a good. That was uh, very analysis. good. Base. Have you guys ever had a dream where you actually did think you died, and then you woke up and you were so happy that it was a dream? Oh, well, yeah. I think you died. You actually, in those dreams, you actually allow yourself to say it's okay that I go. And that's spooky. Well, the, oh, one, the one I remember I never, is I drove off a cliff, and I was yeah, like, oh, no, I'm going to die now. And then I, I woke okay, up. So you, you, okay, so that's, that's what happens, though, is like you can't die in a dream if you're alive because you have you're still consciously aware yeah so you're always on the verge of death but you actually never you can't like you, you can't like pass away in a dream. no i mean but other you, people are all die in my dreams like i this guy i used to work with well, yeah, cause, he, cause, he was standing on a corner and these guys rolled up and they just shot him and then they pulled oh, yeah. away and then I, was, then I jumped in a car and i started i couldn't you know what it was i couldn't make the turn like it, it remind me when i play um like pole position, the video game. And remember when you 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 couldn't you'd always hit the side on that that hard yeah. turn so or like Mario you know, Kart. Clumsy and slow in a dream. That's just that's yeah. how dreams are. I, I I a lot of times I have these dreams where like somebody's coming to bug me, and I can see them coming my way, but I can't move fast enough, and I'll try to punch them, 
but my punch is like an ultra slow motion. Oh, me too, all the time. Yeah, yeah. and I yeah, that to me, I have uh, that one freaks me out. I'm like, how could that guy be moving so normally, and yet my fist weighs a thousand pounds and I can't move it? Let's go from a nightmare to a real life nightmare that happened to Chris Jericho this week, the wrestler. So, Brock Lesnar in the WWE, they had a match where he he elbowed he elbowed Randy Orton in the head on purpose. Like, that was in the script for him to bleed. And he was bleeding like a pig. Like, it was crazy. The blood, how about it, Tim? How much blood came out of his head? That was quite a lot of blood. So, Chris Jericho was backstage and he was going nuts because he thought that Brock Lesnar did that on purpose or he was being unsafe. So, he kept asking everyone, Is that real? Is that real? And no one would answer him. So, Brock Lesnar came to the back and Chris Jericho got in his face. And from what I read, Brock Lesnar, he kissed him on the forehead, and, and he goes, he put his hands behind his head, and he said, kiss me or hit me, pussy. <laughs> could could you imagine anything more, like, I, I've said this a million times, but there's nothing more frightening to me than Brock Lesnar, who's like, he, he acts exactly the way a lion would act, or a gorilla, like the leader of his of his group, I like the biggest lion. A gorilla who's the leader of his pride or whatever, the leader of his, whatever you'd call it, his group. Yeah, he acts, he acts exactly like Karambe. <laughs> <laughs> would, him versus Karambe would probably be a decent fight. I'm sure Karambe would win, but I don't think Brock's going to go down as easy as, like, Sam would or something. Obviously. No, yeah, Harambe only like Harambe <laughs> did lose to a three-year-old, but beyond that... <laughs> But could you imagine that Brock Lesnar kissing you and then telling you "kiss me or hit me, pussy"? Yeah, no, that's, that's a, while while you're, while you're already bleeding from the head. No, no, this is Chris Jericho. He said that too. He, he, yeah, he so what happened? Basically, basically, I'll, 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 so what happened was there was a match. Um, it was SummerSlam, and the main event was Randy Orton versus Brock Lesnar. Oh, and, okay, okay. Yeah. So what happened was at the end of the match. Um, and, and you know you based. I know you're not a, a fan like us, but you, I mean you've watched a lot of wrestling in your day. You, you know how wrestlers would typically, if they would bleed, they would blade themselves. You know how that goes. Right. Well, in this, at the end of this match, Brock Lesnar threw a very clear MMA style elbow at, at Orton. I mean, he clearly just gashed his head with the elbow, and immediately when the elbow hit the head, you just saw the blood. Oh, it, was, yeah. it was a nasty, nasty And cut. he got like 20 and, staples in his head now. Yeah, yeah. So, so what, what apparently happened was, in wrestling, I think for the most part, it's not common knowledge to the other wrestlers what's going to happen in any given match. So when Chris Jericho, who's another wrestler, when he saw the elbow, he he was stunned that that, that, was, that, that, would, that was actually part of the match. So he assumed uh. that that was actually... Um, Brock Lesnar going into business for himself and injuring Randy Orton. So that's what oh, wow. that Brock Lesnar was not um, staying in um, within the plan of the match, but he was going into business for himself and actually causing an injury that he didn't have to cause. So that's what pissed him off. So, so then what, Brock Lesnar came back there. Yeah, so when the match was over, Brock Lesnar came back, you know, down the aisle backstage, and Jericho was waiting for him to basically tell him off. <laughs> and that's Which what is a big mistake. The, yeah. You got to give Jericho credit. Well, that's when he kissed him. Jericho got his face. I read that he kissed him on the forehead, 
And then he put his hands behind his head. And then Lesnar kissed Jericho on the forehead. Then he put his hands behind his head and he said, kiss me or punch me, pussy. And then what happened? Then they were just arguing got broken up. Yeah. That dude's fucking crazy. Yeah. It just tells you Chris Jericho really has some balls. I mean, I wouldn't do yeah. that. With, like, I've said it a hundred times. I wouldn't do it with a chainsaw. Literally, if you handed me a chainsaw, I think I would lose that fight somehow. <laughs> Sam, would you feel comfortable with a chainsaw against Brock Lesnar? I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't. I'd assume that I'd be the underdog in that fight. And even yeah, if he, it, with the chainsaw, too, it's so deadly. Any move towards me, I could cut a part of his body easily. But I'm afraid that he would like spear my legs or something when I'm trying to swing the chainsaw. <laughs> and yeah, then, and the, then it would be over. Uh, Could you imagine an angry Brock Lesnar after you you st- you at some point hit him with a chainsaw somewhere on his body? How mad he would I mean, be! I feel like a, a regular guy like one of us three in a fight with him. I, I feel like we could easily die from one shot. Like I feel like one punch could probably kill us. I'm uh, yeah, I agree. But then it wouldn't be yeah, just one punch. He'd be he, he'd be doing the, the the pound like like his hand is a hammer on your head while you're laying there. Yeah, <laughs> like five hundred extra times. Yeah, that's that's why I don't fight. <laughs> like like in the cartoon, when he starts pounding you, you go further and further into the ground. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's like hitting a nail into a board. That's how Brock would be smashing your skull. Brock, stop. I don't think that's going to work. Please. Yeah, please, Brock. Come on, I'm sorry. You did this to yourself. You should have attacked me with a chainsaw. How would I even be in that position where it's like, and now Abe and a chainsaw versus Brock Lesnar? Yeah. Only in your dreams. Do you ever meet those guys who say, oh, I think I'd have a chance against Brock Lesnar? <laughs> Like people, people are no, very delusional. I haven't met those, I haven't met those guys. No, I, <laughs> I don't. I don't know those guys. I've heard people say stuff like, "Oh, I, I could kick this guy's ass or that guy's ass," and the answer is, "No, you can't." Like it's the same people that say, "I think I have a shot against so Ron Reigns." I think exactly. Oh, like, I, could, I don't know. I, like, gorillas are pretty big, but I'm gonna be able to get a couple licks. Yeah, I'm I sure. I, I'm I sure I could stun the gorilla if I punch him in the nose right. I'm pretty sure you couldn't, actually. I'm pretty sure the gorilla would rip your head off. <laughs> and then rape whatever's remaining of your corpse. That's kind of hot. <laughs> Another quick uh, wrestling note. I follow Hulk Hogan on Twitter now, thanks to the listeners of this podcast, who got Hulk Hogan to unblock me on Twitter. And at the time, I thought that was yeah, awesome. Again, congratulations again on that. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't even know why he blocked me, but I, I, I think it was yeah. because... After he had sex with Bubba the Love Sponge's wife, I, I put on Twitter, um, what's next? Hulk Hogan and uh, Don Imus's wife? Something like that. Some some joke with, with that. And, and you, then, you tagged him, right? I, I, I don't think I did. You had to have. Unless someone was just searching Hulk Hogan. Like some, maybe he maybe, had some yeah, handler just... Possible. Listen, brother, anyone who mentions me negatively, I want everyone to be blocked. I, you know, I, I feel like his people block a lot of people because I feel like every other tweet that I see of his is like, okay, you're on block, brother. Congratulations. Well, no, that's what I was going to say. So yeah. I've been real happy the whole time about being unblocked by the Hulkster until I saw, 
And I want to thank all the, because a lot of listeners to this podcast sent him tweets asking him to unblock yeah. me. And he unblocked me because of that. Yeah, we thank you for your service. But so I saw this, I saw a tweet that said, brother, can you unblock? And the guy's name was DJ Papa Titty Out. You saw it, Sam. That was his name. DJ. It was at. It was at DJ Papa Titty out, and he said, uh, "And like the guy, the guy was tweeting his name was like pizza or something." (laughs) Wait, what? It is like the guy who the guy who tweeted to him to unblock the guy's name was like pizza. Yeah, and then Hogan was like, "Okay, pizza, he's unblocked, brother." Or brother pizza, he's unblocked, brother. Yeah, okay, pizza, brother, he's unblocked. So, so, so here's the tweet. Uh, brother, can you unblock DJ Papa Titty out as a favor? And then Hogan wrote, all right, brother, he's unblocked. And or he wrote, okay, pizza, brother, he's, he's unblocked. So uh, what? And then the guy wrote, as a favor. Why does Hogan owe that guy a favor? Yeah. Like, what? what, what why? Oh, because you're such a loyal Hulkamaniac? I, I just feel awful for Hogan. I mean, I... I see his Twitter, and I just, I just feel bad. I just feel like the guy is really in a dark place. Like, well, didn't he just get a lot of money? To, like the pizza. What's that? Didn't he just get like a, a ton of money from Gawker? That, that, that. I think that Hogan would put all that money into one more wrestling run. I don't think the money means a lot to him. I think it's about. I think I think Hogan is just devastated that he lost the fame and that he's now considered a scoundrel by a lot of people because of yeah, because the racist shit he did. I, and I feel like that really that is really destroying him. And I've actually read interviews where he's basically said that, that he's just in the dark place. So I hope, I, I hope that, um, I hope that he gets one more run. I, I just, I don't know. I feel bad. I Now, the- let me ask you this. If anyone else used the N word the way the Hulkster did, you'd probably cut them out of your life. Why does the Hulkster get this pass? Well, that's not true. I mean, I, I'm from the South side of Chicago and I know, I've heard, I mean, that's not lying. No, but I mean celebrities. I mean other celebrities. Like, if you heard another celebrity well, saying this stuff. Those celebrities are in my life, so. I'm saying you would cut the celebrity off. Like, you, would, you wouldn't be a fan anymore. Well, I mean, you look, I mean I'll give you an example. Guns N' Roses, um, that's your favorite band. I mean, they have a song where they use the N-word. I mean, yeah. I know it came out 30 years ago, but, I mean, if you cut them out of your life. It, it's one of those things where it, it's an awful thing to say. Eminem, Eminem says, makes homophobic slurs all the time, and. You know, I know a lot of people who are big fans of his. It's just, it's one of those things where, you know, people say things at times that are terrible. doesn't mean you have to say them. Uh, doesn't mean you defend it. But I do believe in redemption. I do believe that, you know, you could learn from those experiences. Uh, I'm sure Hogan realizes what he said was ridiculous. It's hard for me to believe that he is a huge racist. It's hard for me to believe that anybody in sports or because when you're when you're touring the world and you have all these international fans, you know you I think you see I think you get to see good in in I think you get to see a lot that normal people don't see. You get to see that there is good out there, you know, in places where people may not assume there's good. So, and plus, plus he was know, trying to get laid with some redneck woman, so he probably thought he had to say stuff like that to get get laid. Yeah, but let, but let me ask you this: Does Hulk Hogan really need a re- Redemption. The guy's like almost seventy. He is like he is the the icon when it comes to wrestling. Yeah, go away. Well, see, but here's the thing: I just think he doesn't want that to be his legacy, right? Because now, when we talk about Hogan, you can't not think about what happened 
with the N-word and with, with Bubba the Love Sponge's wife. Actually, I totally forgot about the N-word. Okay. Well, that's, I mean... Well, luckily, I, luckily, the sex okay. the sex video uh, made you forget about the end. Yeah, but the sex video he made millions off of it. Well, well here's, here's, here's this is this is the truth. This is the truth. I, Abe has a valid point because for me, if, if if it's somebody that you know Abe looks up to Ho- looked up to Hogan. Well, I that's what I'm saying. Like I'm I'm not I'm not saying and, you. And I'm saying why do both of us way. accept Hogan, but yeah. we wouldn't Hart accept other people? The same way when you when you when you when you're like this, you really feel that way. And if he does, and it, 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 it's offensive, it's hard to, unless you're like a racist. If you're a racist, you're probably like, oh, man, he is, he's even greater than I thought. <laughs> but if you're like a civilized person, it is hard to ever look at him the same way, even if you want to forgive him. Like like Kobe Bryant. I, you know, Kobe Bryant potentially raped a woman. America forgave him. But you still can't erase the fact that he possibly did that. You know what I mean? So it's like. Yeah, but I that's potentially. He, we heard Hogan say what he said. Right, that, right. So Hogan incriminated himself in the video. I mean, so we know now that he went down that road. So all I'm saying is, like, it was an awful thing to say, but for his own well-being, I would like to see him get another chance. I'd like to see people forgive him and let him move on with his life so he doesn't die a sad man because... Well, I, I think the, the problem is that we care too much about these people that it could care less about us. Well, well, of course. I mean, that's, that's I mean, that's, that's to me when to me when if I had to spend an ounce of my day thinking I feel bad for Hulk Hogan, then I really need to take a look at. Wait a minute, Bays. You're saying yeah. the Hulkster doesn't well, care about us? No, what? None of these people, I mean, of these well, people well, care about us. Wait a minute. Let me address. Let me address that point, Bays. Bays, you're absolutely right. And and I actually I don't spend a lot of time on celebrity news. I, I just don't. Not as much as most people. However. You guys are both in the entertainment business. I mean, you guys are radio guys. You based you're in sports radio. Um, Abe's in rock radio, and you know, you, you you guys cover celebrities. I mean, that's this is what people are interested in. They're interested in 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 sports stars and celebrities. So I, I agree with you. I don't really ultimately give a shit about Hulk Hogan like I would give a shit about friends or family. But in the context of what we're doing, I'm just saying. I, I can I understand I understand how he feels. I understand. Yeah. He, I'm saying that I, I understand that um, you know a guy to me to me it would be wife. like right now Fred Favre was like on TV crying saying I'm in a dark place right now. I was on top of the world and I can't get a bag. It's like just just go away. Then I sent a picture over. of my yeah, penis to Jen Sturger. It's not about the not about the celebrity for Sammy Bates. If you you know, as a friend, you're not a celebrity. Nobody, people, you know, don't know you like they know Hulk Hogan. But if you, um, you know, you you called somebody uh, an awful thing, you know, and, and it really made you upset, I feel for you as a human being. And that's what I'm saying. I feel for Hulk Hogan as a human being, not because of any kind of celebrity worship. I don't even like Hulk Hogan. I, I like this Sam Cannon, right? brother. I'm just saying, I feel for Sky as a human being. I understand he made a, he made an awful mistake. He said something terrible. Hopefully, he learned from it. You know, hopefully, it made him. You know, a lot of times when you do something like that, it makes you a better person. But then you start seeing, you can start seeing things in a different light after you. Yeah. you know, Sam, check your Twitter. In a certain check your Twitter right now. Check my Twitter. You just got a I'm tweet from Hulk Hogan. It says at Sam at Sam underscore Cannon hashtag Strong Brother. Yeah, I didn't realize Hogan. <laughs> Hogan has a live feed to this podcast. Yeah, he's yeah. listening on the live stream. But I'm saying, you know, I mean, 
we've all made mistakes in life. I mean, Hogan's mistake was pretty pretty big. It destroyed his career. But, I mean, people have offended me. You know, I've been called racist shit. Um, but, you know, you, you move on. And, and I understand sometimes people say things that, you know, maybe they don't mean, maybe they do mean it, but maybe it doesn't mean that they're an awful person. But maybe they need um, education about, you know, cultural differences. I don't know. As a guy who but worked out with the Hulkster in Miami, I will tell you he's a nice guy. I mean, he didn't have to work out and be nice to me in the gym, and he was talking to everyone. Yeah, a I mean, black. Like, uh, wait, hang on, hang on. A, a black girl went up to him, and he was acting like he he was interested in having sex with her. So, well, I mean, that's that. You know, that doesn't. That doesn't. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Hold on. That makes him a good guy. No, I'm just saying. Yeah, I mean, that's awful. What an awful. <laughs> God, man, you just made him sound even worse. What? I no, I'm saying that he's he was so open. good. He the only thing like you ever did though, a black person was try to have sex with a black person. No, Mr. T. Um, what other sex with Mr. T? No, Zeus. but he, he was around Mr. T. Zeus. Yeah. Slick. Slick. <laughs> Bad news, Brown. Yeah. Dirt dog. Iron Sheik, like all kinds of races of people. He was with um, yeah. Mr. Dog. Fuji. Nicholas. That's why. It's, it's, that's why, in all honesty, I said it surprised me that he said that because I'd never pegged him as a racist. You know, there's some celebrities who you just assume are racist. I'm going to go out of one of them. that on Jim Duggan is racist. <laughs> but I mean, you know, it, I'll give you an example. Like, like Kid Rock. I mean, the guy's probably, he's probably racist. Like, um, he is a black I don't kid. Know, he does? Okay, well, I don't know. And Donald he start- Trump. I mean, the uh, well, maybe he's racist against his own kid. I don't think Trump's, I think but, Trump, I think, wasn't that you who said that, okay. Sam, that Trump is using whatever he can to become president? Maybe. Yeah, I think so, but I mean, I don't know. But I, I point is, I never thought Hogan was a racist until he. I saw him use the N word on tape. I mean, I never. <laughs> and we've never, never seen it. it. We've never seen it. We've only read the transcripts. That hasn't come out yet. I don't think, or maybe yeah. just a small clip uh, of it. No, I'm pretty sure. It, I'm pretty sure it, it was on video. I don't, I don't know, know if he's an N word. That's what he said. I don't know if he's an N word yeah. or what, brother. But you know, if he's rich, that's cool, dude. <laughs> I mean, like, if tapes came out of Rush Limbaugh using the N-word, I'd be like, well, yeah, no shit. Like, See, that, well, that, well, that's what I'm saying. Like, if Rush Limbaugh... But that's because we don't care, but we hate Rush Limbaugh. If it's someone that you yeah, care about in your about, life... It's not about like or hate. I'm just saying, I never assumed... I, I don't think anybody said Hogan, yeah, oh, of course he said the N-word. Of course he did. We all knew Hogan was a huge racist. Nobody knew he was a racist. But if a Rush Limbaugh tape came out tomorrow... In, in a year, you wouldn't be saying, you know, I just want Rush Limbaugh the human to be okay. <laughs> I just want I him would, to feel honestly, okay as a human. No, I honestly would. I honestly would. I honestly would want Rush Limbaugh to learn from his mistakes and, and, and become a better person. You literally didn't just call me a racist. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a bad Rush, Base. <laughs> He's busy he with it. Base what, ki- base, what kind of pills did he take? Oxy, right? The Oxycontin. Yeah, he gets good shit. (laughs) (laughs) He gets the best shit. (laughs) Sam, speaking of of assholes, Bates, did you tell Sam your Steve Harvey story? I have not. Sam, you got to hear this. Steve Harvey. No, before, I want to hear the story, but before you tell me, now, if this is a story about Steve Harvey being an asshole, this is going to destroy Abe, because Abe, for a few weeks, was infatuated with Steve Harvey. Abe was sending around all these links to all these motivational speeches he was giving 
Um, no, there was, there was one speech he gave. Wait, hang on. It, wait, I, okay. wait, no, 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 hang on. I sent you one speech that he was, what was uh, he talking about? Like, uh, about getting a job or something? It's not like he was reading, like, verbatim from that book, The Secret. It was just some, like, new age bullshit. I, I don't know, but. Oh, the, uh, he goes, if y'all want to fly, y'all got to jump. Oh, yeah, yeah, just yeah, jump. That was it, yeah. yeah, that was it. But, okay, yeah, so, so go ahead, Mason. All right, well, he's, a, he's an right, asshole, so. it turns out. Eve and I, I work in the same uh, the same company. We work in the same building, and our building happens to be on the We work same in the NBC floor. Tower, which is where Steve on Harvey records Tower, his talk show. It the same floor of the Steve Harvey show, like where the, his offices are. So, somebody, I guess they were looking for some... What I was told was the Steve Harvey show was looking for dudes, anybody, to fill up the, uh, the studio audience. They were looking for men. It was $50 a person. So they paid. They were paying fifty dollars a person. Yeah, I got, not I got charging. Yeah, they were giving fifty dollars a person for anybody that wanted to come and join in there. So yeah, I'll I'll, I'll I'll go. So I went, and the first things out of the person's mouth was, "Okay, if you see Steve, a do not call him Steve. He likes to be addressed as Mister Harvey. Oh, and B, do not look him. Do not look at him in the eye. Oh no, God. So I then I then go into this room. But about good sixty dudes, and most of them were like really, really, really good looking, like bottle like dudes, and the rest <laughs> dudes were like me and straight out ghetto thugs, <laughs> people that they just literally went around the street grabbing people to fill up this audience, like a group of guys and smoking guy, weed outside. Guy, and the one guy, this one ghetto dude, just looked at me and goes, "Do you know if Steve Harvey's gonna touch me?" And I was like. I don't think he's going to touch you. He goes, because if he lays a hand on me, I'm going to whoop his ass. <laughs> and they literally, they literally came over to that guy and were like, all right, man, we don't need you. But he got bounced out of there. <laughs> we ended up going on to this set where it was, turned out to be, it was like a segment that's going to air soon. Where it was like a hundred women are in the audience. Wait, wait, Sam, listen, wait till you hear what the segment was that Bass was involved in and why Bass was, was involved. It was a hundred women in this audience and it was all about like women that are done dating. And we were all supposed to be a hundred single guys giving champagne. And it was like, and it turned out oh, like. So, a, you, so you, were, you were part of, you were, you were almost like part of the skit. I was. Base was in. They, they, they did a mixer. So there were women on the show. Okay. On the actual oh show, God. it was women who were done dating. Like, I'm done dating. Yeah. So yeah. they took these women and they're like, You're really done dating? And they brought them into this room where they had like hors d'oeuvres, champagne, and there were all these hot model guys, right? Then to fill uh, up the, the room. I mean, when I say, I mean, the, the white guys that were there all looked like David Beckham, and all the black <laughs> dudes there all looked like that Tyson Beckford. Yeah, and then there were like okay, these. Okay, so what were you? Like what were you wearing, babe? What were you wearing? Well, no, I was. I, to be honest, I was wearing a collared shirt. So I was okay, but these other dudes oh, were like in full out like GQ suits. <laughs> so they, it was like it was, so they and, needed to fill and, up the room. They needed to fill up yeah, the mixer, so it looked like there were a hundred guys. So, so base was part of the mixer. When this thing airs, you're going to see a bunch of like hot, hot dudes hooking up with like these. 50 and older women, and then you'll see me in the background slamming appetizers and champagne <laughs> and photo. And Sam, I, I, Sam, I wait, Sam, quick, hang on. Like wait, real comment. quick. One, one comment. I want. I think it is funny that you guys both refer to them as hot, hot dudes. 
I feel like <laughs> well, no, I a mean, long way I mean, as I, people. As, as, you guys, as, you guys have both referred to um, good-looking men as hot, hot dudes. I mean, well, I can acknowledge when, all right, that's a decent looking dude. This dude was like, of course, looking you look like you should be on television. Like, yeah. that's a good looking dude. But Sam, ask, Sam, hang on. So, Sam, let me set the scene real quick before you get to your question. If you've ever seen, if you ever seen The Bachelor or Rock of Love, no, I get it. or Flavor I get it. of Love, this is the mixer where people, so technically, sure. Bass was one of the guys that the girls no, could yeah, meet and hook up with. Yeah. Like, he no, was one I, of the guys. Oh, me, here's Dan. He's a, a radio yeah. guy and blah, blah, blah. My, oh, my, hi, Dan. My question for base was, so did, did you at all try to entertain any of the ladies? Did you, like, bring them a, a glass of champagne, or did you go and... Well, yeah, the, the segment was, they, they each gave us two glasses of champagne, one for us, one for them. And then they said, all right, y'all, go ahead and mingle. I just gave just some really fat old, old lady that was like... <laughs> <laughs> And I just said, I just said, here you go. And I just, I moved along. I mean, to be honest, <laughs> like, wow. honestly, I was like chosen very last. So like these women saw like these, these dudes walking around and then they looked at me and I was like, I wouldn't even go there. <laughs> I, like, I mean, I was, I even told, when I came home and I told Jill, I was like, man, some of these guys, I mean, their eyes were like, weren't even real. I'm like. Like God, base was mesmerized by their beautiful eyes. Yeah. I was. I was like, at one point, I was like, my breath was taken by. <laughs> base, didn't they tell you to hide your wedding ring, too? Yeah. He goes, "Oh wait, you're married. Can you try to hide your ring?" And I'm like, I, I don't think anybody's sweating me at this party. No, didn't you say I'll just keep my hand in my pocket? <laughs> yeah, I, just, I was like, I just keep my hand in my pocket, but I literally think I'm gonna be okay. Yeah. Like that's going to be the deal breaker for them. They have yeah. forty five Beckhams. And to be in honest, it. they gave they gave us this whole speech. I'm like, you know, if you see, you know, Mister Harvey, don't look at him in the eye. Within three seconds of him announcing this, that dude was gone. <laughs> like he said, all right, here's the champagne, here's the food. Y'all have a party. All of a sudden, these bouncers <laughs> like circled him. Like when El- when they threw like the robe on Elvis when he was done with his performance, that dude was. God. Yo, I gotta fly. Uh, yo, he was he was taillights before that the curtain went up. Yo, stay that up, y'all. Funny, please. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, didn't, he didn't stop for a motivational speech or anything. Or? No, he, the, the only thing he was saying to jump was his ass out of that studio audience. Yeah. Man. All right, fuck y'all. I'm out. <laughs> so if anyone listening to this podcast ever sees Steve Harvey on the street, make sure to make eye contact with him and call him Steve. I actually call him by his real first name, which we learned is Broderick. <laughs> Yo, Broderick, yeah, right. what's up, man? Broderick his real first name is Broderick. Wow. Why isn't he just Rick Harvey then? Well, I think Broderick's a cool name. Yo, what Broderick a- I, I was going to say, I think that's a better name than Steve Harvey. No offense to any Steve's out there, but I think Broderick Harvey sound has a lot more gravitas. Yeah. Yeah, but you can't host Family Feud if your name's Broderick Harvey. <laughs> Only Steve Harvey can host Family Feud. <laughs> Steve Harvey and Al Borland, the legends of Family yep. Feud. Oh, Ray, don't forget Ray Cohn. Yep. Rest in peace. Richard Richard Dawson. Uh, yeah, Dawson. What was the guy, Mr. J. Peterman from Seinfeld? He was one oh, of Oh, John O'Hurley? Yeah, he wasn't bad. The worst host ever was easily the guy from uh, L. Bor- L. from uh, Home Improvement. Al Borla was terrible. God, he sucked. 
when, how long was he the host? Like, I vaguely remember him being the host. Not long. A couple of years, I believe. Yeah. You know, they have to have Steve a woman Harvey's host, had that right? job for what? Steve Harvey's had that job for, what, 10 years at least? Oh, yeah. He's not going anywhere. Steve Harvey and Joey Fatone are dominating the family. Yeah, Joey Fatone's the announcer. Is that right? Oh, my God. And, but, and Sam, Sam, you know, you know how I know he's the announcer? How, how do you know? Because he says it. He goes, yeah. and now the Levy family and their opponents, the Cannon family. I'm Joey Fatone, and now your really? host, Steve Harvey. That's exactly what he does. Why Why would I care that you're Joey Fatone? For, 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 for a regular announcer, that's probably a good gig, but when you were in NSYNC, that's <laughs> an embarrassing job. Like, that, that's Man, well, we, we, we've talked about this before. Justin Timberlake is ruling the world. And when your second, when your job becomes, I'm the announcer for Family Feud, announcing the oh, real host. Man. I'm really sung rock. Bottom. But wait a minute, Joey era. Uh, Joey Fatone's on the embarrassment tour. The other thing he does is a hair restoration commercial. <laughs> He's on like a Bosley commercial. Oh, oh I didn't he lost his hair. Oh, during all the videos, you could see I was thinning out. But now I'm right. back, and he jumps in a pool, and he's doing like the bye 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 moves in a pool. <laughs> Sam, did I tell you I had a package delivered to mom's house and someone stole it off the porch and the neighbor hunted no, him down I... and got the box? Is that right? Really? No, yeah. I, I didn't know that. So I get all my mail sent to my mom's house. I got this audio, like a $100 audio driver thing sent to her house. Okay. And it was just a small box. And I was wondering why, when I saw the box, it was open. And it was at the side door. So the neighbor told her that, oh, I saw some kids on your porch. And they 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 were up there for a while. Then they walked away with a box. And he followed them. They went to the park. They cut the box open, and he's like, hey, is that yours? And they said, yeah, it's ours. And he's like, no, it's not. You took it off. And he said it was his porch. He's like, you took it off my porch. And and they said, no, we didn't. And he said, stealing mail is a federal offense. I'm calling the cops. And they start crying, and they're like, no, sorry, sorry. Here, please, sorry. Don't call the cops. And really? Why well, how old were they? They were like young kids. Like, I don't know, like probably under under 13, between 10 Dude, and that's a solid neighbor right there. I know. That's awesome, yeah. This is the same guy whose house got set on fire. And my brother, my younger brother, wow. was caught that his house was on fire. So maybe he was like, you know. Oh, uh, so he owed you a salad. So the next package will be like, oh, fuck it. Yeah, fuck that package. No, but I'm just saying, yeah. it, it's it's crazy Good, to actually take have. take that package. <laughs> Read me the name. Yeah. Can it, take it. Take, fuck him. Yeah. Fuck that asshole. Take it. But anyways, he followed the guy, these kids to the park, got the package back. What are the odds of him seeing that going down and then doing that? There's no neighbors that's like that. That's like old school neighbors, like in the 1920s. That's, that's risky, too, because you don't know what kids these days, what they're packing. I think they were pretty young, though, it sounds like. Well, it doesn't matter. But doesn't that, doesn't that make you not want to get packages delivered anywhere? Like, my mom lives in a good block, good neighborhood. Yeah. I mean, it, you're not your stuff's not, and, and I don't understand why this doesn't happen more. People just it leave does happen pack- a lot. It happens a lot. It does happen a lot. I, uh, my name, my neighbor gets boxes like all the time, and he's had at least two stolen that I know of in the last like. Year. Well, you live in a high area, high traffic area where 
I'm, yeah. I'm, I mean, if anyone, there's a million people walking by. If one asshole sees a box right. sitting there, my, my brother, his, his, he always gets uh, he always buys that protein powder stuff online, and he said that uh, dudes in his condo they they always take his shit. People in his own condo take it. Yeah. We need to come up with hey, a well, better. You need to do it even if having sent them to your work, man. I know that's a good idea. Or somebody can actually like yeah. stand for it and can, like be there waiting for you at your desk. But even at our work, like stuff gets misplaced. Nah, we usually put it right there for you. Mm, I don't know. There needs to be a new way of delivering pet. Like there needs to be package pickup centers. There are. Some there is. There actually is. Amazon has those. You could actually get like you. You could have them delivered to lockers, and you could have things sent to PO boxes. So oh, are, okay, here's a question. If you get a P.O. box and you have that little slit to put your stuff in, what if you get, like, a swing sent to you? Will they hold it at the post yeah, office? Amazon has Amazon lockers in the city where you could – there's actually one right on the box where you could actually have things sent to an Amazon locker. There's no extra charge or anything. No, I'm, cool. I'm saying if you have a P.O. Yeah. box. Yeah, if you have a P.O. box and it's a big box, then I guess you're going to have to do something else. But I mean, uh, do you think they have a swing set delivered to you? Well, whatever. Any any big box, I'm wondering. Yeah, I think a swing set's going to land on your porch. I don't think a swing set. You, have to you, just, you just see a giant swing set stuffed into a P.O. box? <laughs> They're like, what are we supposed to do with this? I do remember when I ordered, um, I ordered a PlayStation. I had a, a PlayStation 4 a couple of years ago I ordered. And um, I do remember specifying in the notes, um, do not. Let me even ask. I'm like, do not leave it on on the doorstep without a signer. Um, and I was actually going to be gone for like two days. And sure enough, I got home. The PS4 was right at the doorstep. The, the and uh, wait, at which at, at, yeah. your, at your condo or where? Nah, it was. Um, was it a house or? Yeah, a it was, I, I don't. I don't remember what. I don't. I don't remember what the address was. It was. Uh, but I'm saying, was it a house or a, a condo apartment? Was it a house or a condo? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm trying to remember what address it was. I'm not really sure where I was living at the time. I'm, can't remember where I was living, but I remember it. But if you're in a condo, that means they would just leave it like in the hallway. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't. I had a condo where we had. I once lived in a like a building with a doorman. It wasn't that building. It was one of my other many residences. Um, but I just remember it being at the door, and I was really upset about it. Uh, I probably should have just called instead of a stone and have them send me another one. But I, I didn't do that. Is that how that works? Where they just send you another one? That's uh, that's happened to Rachel before over the years where. We actually, we did live in a building with a doorman years ago, and uh, the doorman was, he was always, like, drunk, and he would, like, sign for packages, but I don't know what he would do with them, and I, I remember once or twice, like, we didn't get our package, and it was, uh, he said it was there, and then we didn't have it, so we would just, like, call Amazon, and they'd be like, okay, we'll just send you another one. They would just send the same thing. If it was, like, something, like, if it, I'm sure if it was, like, you know, something if it was like a TV, like the one thing. But if it was like makeup or some shit, they usually just will send you another one and not deal with it. Hmm. So I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not advocating that you scam big retailers, but it, it works. Yeah, like if it gets stolen, what are you supposed to do? Yeah. Oh, sorry, Rachel, it's, your, it's your problem. Rachel just actually just yesterday she bought some, um, she bought some dog stuff, like dog treats online. And they sent the wrong ones, so she um, sent an email, and they, they responded, like, okay, like, don't even send the ones back, we'll just send you what you ordered. 
sorry for the mistake. So we got like, note to self. Anytime I order dog treats, I'm going to just call back and say, I didn't get them. Yeah. Yeah. But see, now it becomes about integrity. Are you going to be a person with integrity? Well, exactly. I mean, but but that was integrity because we said, no, I know. I'm saying though, like if I did it, yeah, I mean, are you going to scam the system now? Are you going to yeah. order dog treats? Just no, all I, that? You know, hey, that's not exactly a revolutionary scam. There. I mean, you know, no, if you're an asshole, you, if you're an yeah, asshole, I mean, you now, know now, that Yeah, well, now Trent just has more dog treats. I mean, it didn't benefit <laughs> us. <laughs> now Trent has double treats. And I'll, I actually, he doesn't even like the ones we got yesterday. He, he, wouldn't, even, he wouldn't even like looking at them. So he likes so, the ones that they, they have, the wrong ones that they sent better. Well, no, he doesn't like the ones, like the wrong ones I tried to give him one, he just sniffed it and walked away, so he didn't even want it. So now I actually was a disservice. Now I just have a box of shit. Dog, <laughs> if anybody wants them, if you guys want them. Could you send them Sounds to someone, like Sam? Sam, if a, list, if a listener wants them, could you send them to them? No. Oh. Um, <laughs> no offense. <laughs> I'm, I'm just not, I mean, no offense. I, I, I'm not going to, like, package up dog treats and send them to a listener. But what um, if it's a good listener who really needs those dog if treats? Hey, if you're a good listener, man, I appreciate it, but I you know, come on, man. Don't don't hit me up for dog treats. That's all I'll say. Could you at least I give them the link? You, but... The Amazon link if they want to? <laughs> Fuck, man. I mean, if you're a good listener, um, I'll, like, tell you what good dog treats are. But, I mean, I'm not going to – I can't even, like, send my own mail out. Like, I, I, I always, like, late with everything. I'm not going to, like, package up a box of dog treats. What are some good options for dog treats? I don't know. Actually, Rachel knows it, but I don't even know what the brands are. I don't even know. I, if, if you're a listener and you want information on dog treats, I'll have Rachel send you some shit. I don't know. <laughs> not treats. I'll, I'll, I'll talk about. I'll talk about what's good, but I, I'm not going to send anybody anything. No, okay. Um, let's get to these listener and questions. I, and, I, and I don't mean that in an offensive manner. I mean that probably sounds bad, but I mean if you. If all I if all I am to you is a guy who's going to send, if you're going to be mad about sending you dog treats, well, you've never you've never been known as a guy you, who you will, know, like, but you've never been known as. Why are you saying fuck you to people already? Well, you've no, never I'm been not, known I'm as the dog treat no, guy. I'm now not. all of a sudden you're a guy who could supply dog treats. Yeah, I have one. Time. <laughs> have one actually, time. You said I'm it's a saying, box of shit. It is, but I'm but it's but maybe Toby wants them. I don't know. I, I'm talking myself into a corner here, but. If someone wants, if someone like, wants them, contact me, and then I'll see what I could do. So let me, let me, let me. Yeah, if you could talk to Abe, he'll come get the treats for you. Keep Sam out of it. Yeah, I don't want to get. I, mean, I, I don't want to get an angry phone call tomorrow morning. Look at this shit on my Twitter. Anybody, anybody, anybody listening? If you had an extra box of treats your dog was eating, I wouldn't. Inconvenience you and have you send me those treats? I got that way, I ten tweets of people to give me their names and addresses, ask me to send them these dog treats. I no, have to I deal with this shit. I wouldn't inconvenience Abe or Base if they don't even have dogs. But if they did, I wouldn't make them send me. I wouldn't make them write up. This is what I have to deal with on a Friday. Box up something. I wouldn't do that. It's ridiculous. Shitty dog treat. That's a ridiculous request. TGIF, so, not uh, stress me out. God, shut up. Oh, I can't wait to go on vacation with Sam this weekend, base to Denver to see the Misfits. Oh uh, yeah, that's gonna be good. Shut up. No, he said it's gonna be fun. Thing, I mean, no, it's not. That was that was sarcasm. See, Abe, <laughs> Abe, Abe. Has, there's this narrative that Abe 
weaves <laughs> about me that I'm angry or that I'm 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 um, bitter. It's not just not true. It's not true at all. It, it's only when I'm listening to your nonsense because <laughs> if you ask, let's say if you ask base for example, if if base was ever if base is base spent time with me when I wasn't being um, insulted by a base, would you say I'm miserable then? Or would you say I'm a very pleasant person? Well, I, I, I've always said that. Uh, do you think Abe out of the situation, Sam is pleasant? Sam's pleasant, but you have to hey. walk on eggshells. You have to make sure you don't no, hit no, any, no, of the, no. any of the hot no, buttons. No, 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 no. Sam, you can, I mean, Sam is, <laughs> is, is what I would like to refer to as a delight. But the minute Abe gets fixed into it, it becomes right. awful. <laughs> I mean, it becomes it, awful. You know, it, it is, it, it, it's very insulting that Abe says these things. Like you have, He always says, it, it's been for years, always, you have to walk on eggshells. He always says, he's been saying that shit forever. Eggshells. I don't even know where he heard that shit. Somebody must have said that about him once in 2001. <laughs> you never heard that term before? Everything. It means well, that you have to like walk gingerly so you don't crush I know, but, the but shell. You, but, but, but you always keep saying that. You say that all the time. You have to walk on eggshells around me. What? No, you don't. You obviously don't. <laughs> you obviously don't. Well, yeah, because I, 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 because I'm not afraid no, to get the explosion. But hey, but you—that's the thing. You, you don't, you don't see me in environments when you're not there. So when you keep using this, 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 this thing about how you have to walk on eggshells, you always say that verbatim. You have to walk on eggshells around. <laughs> and I, I feel the anger. I feel the ocean. I feel the anger. <laughs> It's just a fabrication. I said that to Sam the other day, and he wrote, "It's bullshit." I've never felt though. You could feel the anger in his his text. No, you can't see again. You can't feel. There's no anger when you say "fuck off" in your text. To be honest, Abe, Abe, be honest. When you're not there, like the guard is down, the hair is like let loose. But the minute you show up, (laughs) like a a body suit of armor comes over Sam. Fuck off. The Abe, he becomes, right like, now, what, the ruthless leader, like, the gladiator fight. <laughs> right. What, what, Abe, what Abe tried to do right now was he tried to put a wedge to me and listeners who want dog treats. That's what he tried to do. <laughs> what? Bye-bye. Oh, box of dog treats. You intentionally tried to create a wedge between me and listeners who wanted dog treats. That's what you tried to do. I wouldn't send anybody. Try, I, wouldn't send my, I, wouldn't send, I wouldn't send any of you. I wouldn't send anybody dog treats. Unless they were fucking in need, unless like they had a sick dog and they needed this one brand, I wouldn't go out of my way to send anybody a nine dollar box of dog treats. I wouldn't Damn, nine bucks myself. Whatever it was, probably less. I don't even know what it cost. I wouldn't do that shit. That's that's a waste. No, of but time. I said you're, you're very if you're good though. When... Homeless. If you're homeless, listen. If you're homeless and you have a dog, okay. If you're a homeless listener, I don't know how you're listening to the show, by the way. But if you're homeless and you need fucking treats, then. Talk to Abe, and we'll make sure you get the treats. I, nice. I, I promise you'll get the treats. But if you're just like some asshole who's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to like get these treats. Uh, <laughs> you're not kidding. Don't fucking buy them, honestly. No, but I said you're very good when you're mad in texting. You you do a good job of, of making me know that you're mad when you say, fuck off. Well, yeah, I mean, there's definitely, there's definitely, uh, <laughs> That's oh, I, think, uh, swear, I think swearing conveys, conveys emotion. <laughs> that's like when Stone Cold you say, and that's the bottom line, because Stone Cold yeah. said so. When yeah. Sam dress likes, he goes, fuck! Ah! Yeah. <laughs> Sam, that'd be a great closer if you were a wrestler. Yeah, yeah. Hey, listen up! Roman Reigns! 
You better believe I'm coming for your title. Fuck off! <laughs> All right, let's quickly get to these. Let's quickly get to these listener questions. Um, it's from Joshua Herman. Should professional sports require completion of college? The answer is no. You guys agree with if that? You right? make, if you can make money, go make money. Exactly. You shouldn't. You should. Shit, it shouldn't require the completion of any education. No. I mean, you shouldn't even have to go to school at all. If you want to play football, you shouldn't even have to go to school. And the colleges don't care either. If you're ready at 15, I say go for it. Yeah, the colleges don't care. As they do in Europe. What did one year of college do for Derrick Rose? And he still can't read. Right. Uh, this is from <laughs> Lindsay. Uh, is it acceptable to fart in elevators at any time? The answer, yes, I always do. That's all I do is fart in elevators. Mm, I think it depends on where you're at in the elevator. I think if you're going down to the first floor and it's the middle of a work day and you know people are going to be getting on and you're the only like, one on the I elevator. I like to do it just for acoustic. <laughs> do you guys know? I want to know exactly how hard it freaking Do you guys know if it's going to be loud? Do you guys immediately know when you're farting if it's going to be loud or silent? Oh, definitely. Generally, usually, but not always. But it, I mean, if it's going to be loud, you know right off the bat because you could feel it. But the ones that you you you're you, indeed, you you're indeed the, the first part of it out when I wake up in the morning can probably shake the room. <laughs> But the one the part in public is around trusted friends and family, not strangers. No, but I'm saying like if you're in an elevator and you're just saying in the back corner farting, you know which <laughs> ones are going to be loud, right? Oh yeah, because I've done that before. Where you you, yeah. you, you try to make? Cause, I mean, I, okay, here's the thing. So let me. I would never. I don't know what base to take on this, but I would never recommend farting on an elevator with other people. That's gross. I don't do I I don't want to do it like if the door is closed I don't let out a part and, and ride up a thing because it's going to be pretty obvious for you. This one's from Richard. What I do like what I what I do enjoy is that when those doors open we're all about to leave. Then I'll crop dust one pretty good and, and whoever gets go. on and it closes. Well, that is yeah, the worst space. That, that that's when I feel the worst when you fart on an elevator alone. Then the door opens and someone walks in and you know oh, they. Yeah. But it's the worst when. I hate when you walk in a bathroom and someone was shitting, and they just assume it was you shitting. Like if you're just in there to wash your hands or whatever, uh, and they yeah, walk yeah, in yeah. and they smell it, it's like, hey, you know, just so you know that wasn't me. But no one's gonna believe it. This is from Richard. Hope solo termination. She got um, kicked out of. Uh, she got terminated from her team because she talked smack about another country. Right. Right. This guy said hope solo termination. While NFL players can get away with anything, uh, hope solo seems like an asshole in general. Anyway. She does, and from what I understand, she wasn't that good anymore anyways. I mean, if she was, you know, if she was still at the top of her game, it probably wouldn't have went down that way. See, that's the thing about Colin Kaepernick. Like, if Colin Kaepernick gets cut now, I hope he doesn't use this whole uh, Pledge of Allegiance or the uh, uh, National Anthem thing, and, and he was wearing socks that had pigs with cop hats on them. If he, <laughs> yeah. if he gets released now, he does suck. Like, he was on the yeah, verge. he does suck. I mean, he was, he was going to he was going to get caught either way. So I, I just want it to be known that if he gets caught, people, please don't cry and say that it's because of this, because Well, see, that's, that's actually a theory. Uh, one of the theories that I've heard people talking about, which makes sense, is like he knew he was going to get, going to get caught anyway, so he was trying to basically um, find a way to scapegoat a yeah. team. Yep. Um, so I don't know. I mean, maybe he's passionate about what he stood for, and that's great, but maybe he's not. He's just an asshole. I, I don't know. 
Well, the problem here's David, the problem. If he if he if he was a more stand up individual, you could respect what he's doing more. Um, but since he's an asshole going into it, it's hard to hate or like him. Because he's doing right. something that if, if he truly believes right. that and he's really doing it for the right reasons, it's an honorable thing, honorable thing to do. But he's known as being an asshole, so it's hard to like or hate him at this point. So I need more information. Well, yeah, I mean, he was he wasn't like he was like a beloved character going into this. It wasn't a shock. It wasn't like it wasn't like Tom Brady doing it. This one's from this Tom. Guy was already reviled by everybody. Oh, this guy Milu. He said, "Please don't talk about Colin Kaepernick." So we just did actually. So, <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, well, I'm sorry, Milu. Tom, there's going to be a midget on Dancing with the Stars. I didn't know that. Did you guys know that? I did not. No, I didn't. So that'll be interesting. And you know, they're. You think they're going to do like um, a what Wizard is it, of Troy? Or? Well, I don't know. I'll, I'll look it up in a second. But do you think they're going to do like a Wizard of Oz dance and a Oompa Loompa dance and all that stuff? I hope so. Is Vern Troyer dead or is he alive? He's alive, but barely. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, I mean, do you ever see him? He barely moves. Well, I was. He could barely walk. Austin Powers in a long time. I don't know. Um. Yes, that'll be interesting. Uh, This is from Mike. Your favorite McDonald's item? It'll probably be the daily double sandwich or the Big Mac. You guys, quickly. Double quarter pounder is awesome. Egg McMuffin and French fries. Blake, crazy. <laughs> with, uh, with the- I'll say the classic egg McMuffin is, is the best. Babe. That is one of my favorite breakfast. The egg, the egg McMuffin is. A- no, I like I like the sausage McMuffin with egg way better. No, no, the one with the ham. The, the sausage is not as good. Sausage is way better. Uh, Blake wants to know the craziest thing you've done at work. Uh, let's see. I mean, at, at Walmart we used to wrestle in the back. Like I used to do elbow drops on pellets of paper towels and crush we would you, crush wait, wait, you you did once throw me through a table oh i, I power bomb base through a table once um <laughs> <laughs> oh i smell oh that's what it is uh when i worked at walmart a girl's chips were caught in the vending machine and i i was like oh don't worry i'll get it and i charged into it which i did all the time only this time i smashed through the glass <laughs> wow that is- and i was covered in blood and glass you, Sam, hey, would, wow. after you did it, did you grab the chips and just hand it to like nothing happened? No, and all these guys started running in, grabbing <laughs> chips. Oh, shit, chips, free chips. I'm like, no, put it back, please put it back. <laughs> Sam, you, you've talked about on the podcast, I think, when you worked at Olive Garden and you threw the quarter at the lady and said, you need this more than me. Yeah, I worked at Olive Garden for two weeks, um, uh, summer, one summer during college, and I, um, oh, that's crazy. I was just, somebody I, I, waited on this table of like 12 for like I doted them for like three hours and they left me a two dollar tip and they were like like oh you know keep the change and I was just like what <laughs> so I was I got <laughs> off I was they were walking out and I went back and I like threw the money at them I said like you must be this more than I do and I think I quit like two days later which to, which to cover off full circle before we even started this podcast before we even started hanging out I remember once seeing salmon at Olive Garden you saw him yeah, no, but, but I was, but based, I, I was more. I was, I was there with Rachel. Man. Yeah, I know, but that just shows you probably didn't hold that much of a. Yeah, you didn't hate him that much. That you went, well, he, yeah. He, yeah. I, oh no, I, I love Olive Garden. I didn't hold a grudge at all. I, I shit, I probably went back for dinner the next night. I, I think I'll. <laughs> <laughs> can't base, beat, you, can't, you can't beat the salad and base. Any, anything on no, your end? Olive Garden is bomb, man. No, no, about point. about the craziest job thing. Answering the question. Oh, 
Yeah, what, what craziest thing you've done at work? Where, that's the question. Well, I told you, you powerbombed me through a table, man. Oh, that's yours you're saying. I thought you were saying that was <laughs> yeah. mine. Um, this is from Ted. No, no, wait, the, fact, the, fact, the fact that you said to me, what I want to do is pick you up and throw you through a table. I went, all right, that sounds like a good idea. <laughs> that was so <laughs> stupid. Why did I do I see it all the time. Um, and, let's, and let's wait for a lot of people to walk by so we can see the reaction. Okay, cool, let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, remember we did that? We I powered my base through a table, and we made sure people were around to make it look like we were actually fighting. And nothing <laughs> happened. No one even cared. We destroyed a That's table fun. in the break room, and no one cared. Yeah. It's just like, oh, okay, let's throw this table out now. <laughs> Can you imagine if that happened today? I don't think meanwhile, meanwhile, if you did that to me now, I would have to be, like, stretchered out of it. Yeah, you would be dead. I'd pull yeah. my back out. We'd both get arrested. <laughs> Uh, this is from Ted. Is there anything Abe can say that won't trigger Sam? The answer is no. <laughs> uh, we we already found that just out that, earlier. Just that question will trigger Sam. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Wrestling. We already talked about that. Bring back the best bet of the week. Maybe I'll do that. Why are homeless people downtown getting more aggressive from Alexander? Uh, they, they? they want that paper. I, I haven't noticed that. <laughs> I will say this. Have you guys noticed that like most homeless people are now saying that they're all sick? They're saying they're sick? No, they're vets, like vet, like veterans. Oh. Like, I've noticed like every homeless person now. Well, you know what? I, I think there are a lot, though, based. I feel like, I mean, now we're, you know, how, how many, think about how many people actually went to Iraq and Afghanistan, and a lot of those people are back now. And, oh, no, I, I yeah. agree. I mean, there are a lot, yeah. but the ones that I've seen before over and over again. Yeah, yeah. Like last week, last week they had a a form for a basketball camp, and now they're saying they're a veteran. That type of thing. Before they were telling me I'm damn father, just now they're fighting Korea. Yeah, we. I feel like at least three or four times in my in my adult life now, like the local homeless guy passed away. Who you know you get to know. You know you get to know your local homeless guy, like the guy by the Starbucks or on the corner by the bus stop, train, whatever, and literally. Three or four times now, um, the homeless guy I've known from my neighborhood has passed away, and they actually always like they'll put up a like a thing at Starbucks, like a memorial for him. Or, like, oh, that's nice. Like, yeah, it is nice. It's actually kind of sad. Like some of these like really nice old homeless guys um, who you know they're not drug addicts, they're not bagging, they're just they're just homeless guys. They're just like you know, it's just sad. Yeah, so that might be the guy- most, that 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 might be the most interesting I've ever heard of my entire life. The most what? No, I, think, I mean, like, if, but if, if you think about it, if you think about it, there's a whole guy that just hangs around, nobody cares about, and then when he dies, the Starbucks put them a tribute about it. Yeah, that is you true. Know? Like, yeah, if they no, really cared right about on. him, they should have been feeding him. Happened, I'll tell you, I, I, I can tell you at least three times where there's a homeless guy I've known who hung out by a Starbucks by whatever my apartment was at the time, and he died, and the Starbucks would put up, like, a memorial thing for the guy. Because he would, a lot of times the guy would, like, wash the windows, or he would, like, you know, get to know all the customers. I don't know. It's, meanwhile, it meanwhile I'm sure they could have employed the guy and given him a job. And a yeah, why not just give him a real job? Well, that's, that's, that's crazy. Come on. <laughs> yeah, what, why would they do that, for God's sakes? <laughs> that's crazy, man. <laughs> but, I mean, no, you guys all know your local homeless guys by your offices and by your work. Like, so, you know, the guy just... Not really. Like, and, no? I, I, I don't know him like you know him. 
but you hang out at Starbucks all the time, so maybe you 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 yeah. met a few, you know. Um, I won't say coffee shops in the city. There's, there are usually like almost every coffee shop has like one homeless guy that goes to the shop. Oh yeah. And why not? And, just, if you're you know, if you're running that shop, why not just hire the guy? That's what I'm saying. If they're if they are there at the same hours every day, <laughs> yeah, you know they're not going to be late. That's that's all you need. But, to but if you're if you're a very pleasant homeless person and you're hanging out in front of a coffee shop, you're probably making more than the coffee shop work. That's a good yeah, point. But that. like, do you really want Fern to come in like after an emo concert or whatever? Uh, some kind of. Uh, I was at a hardcore show last night at the Trubastand. Uh, <laughs> oh, it's an underground <laughs> basement club. And he comes in smelling like, um, uh, you know, some kind of punch mixed with liquor. Uh, <laughs> I was partying last night. I'm so tired. He has the red eyes, wearing sunglasses. Yeah. Like, instead of having that asshole barely make it into work, you have the homeless guy out there two hours before washing windows. Wouldn't you just hire him? I would All right, Fern, for, for, uh, give me your badge. Save us your last day. Uh, Mr. Rollins, uh, you're hired. What? You know what? I, 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 I'm not saying this to be insulting. I truly believe there are some homeless people in the city who elect to be homeless, who could probably get a job. But they just don't want to work. The and, problem and is I'm that not, they smell, and, and and the smell, and, and and the way they look, they need to clean themselves no, up. Unfortunately, I, this guy over here was very no. The guy over here by my by my apartment, the homeless guy over here who just passed away a few weeks ago, he was actually super clean. Where do you clean up at? Done. I don't know. I mean, maybe he went maybe the shelter. I don't know. But I mean, he was literally there every morning, and they actually they had a big memorial for him. Honestly, they actually had like the the whole like they they had like a what, little, what uh, was his name? Musical. Musical tribute. I'm not going to say. His name. Oh. <laughs> I mean, let's give this guy some integrity. I mean, let's the, not. Did you speak? Did you speak for him? No. I remember one there time I gave him a dollar. Breaks my walk on a Saturday morning. Like, what is what is going on out here? And they actually had like. Oh, it's a memorial for Furley. No, they had like 50 people from the community like talking about it. Like, they sing like Amazing Grace. It was One time I said hello to him. Another time I gave him a dollar. Another oh, Rachel used to give him stuff all the time. Another time I gave him a cook. I had two cookies in my bag. I gave him one. No, he had a shopping cart. And Rachel would like put stuff in a shopping cart like at night. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. That is sad. That's very sad to be an old homeless guy sad. alone like that. Yeah. Um, what, uh, this is from Brian. What other phrases do you guys hate? Like how Abe hates the word treat. Now, if you don't remember, I said before when Sam would, one time he bought me ice cream and he kept mentioning that he was treating me to yeah. it. Yeah. Hey, let me treat you to ice cream, Abe. I'm treating. Yeah. I'm treating. Yep. Never say that again. <laughs> <laughs> but do you- <laughs> That's Fed Sundays for everyone. Cold. I'll be treating. You don't. You're yeah. right. I haven't. I've never heard you say it since then. But do no, you guys? You guys? Enough. Do you guys hate it? <laughs> do you guys hate anything like that? The way I hate the word treat. There's a, there's an urban phrase that people say now. They go, "I like to be on fleek." Well, that's. Yeah. I don't like that. I don't think anyone likes that one. One thing I, I don't like is shade. I don't like. Yeah, oh, look at, the shade, look at the shade she threw. I just don't. I don't. Ugh. I don't. I don't like that one at all. How about when people say, like, oh, we're out here? Hashtag, we're out here. Have you seen that one? No. We're out what here. We're out here. Like, it means we're... I don't know. It, no. it's, it's like, no. we're... 
it'd be like okay, Sam, be like you and I at the Guns N' Roses concert. Hashtag we're yeah. out here. No, I haven't. Yeah. I didn't. I never read the hashtags. I always stop before them. When I see the hashtag sign, I just I just move on. Oh, I do want to give proper credit to Brendan. Uh, Brendan Vinnell for giving me that uh, hickey story. He, that, that was actually a listener question. Oh, thank uh, you, let's see. We'll do one more before we before we wrap it up. Let's see. Guy wants to know about Sam paying with checks. <laughs> what? When, when did we talk about that even? Wait, wait I pay with checks? Is this about like fantasy football? I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't know what he's referring to, but. <laughs> but you have paid oh, I, I, I have a checkbook. I, I use it when I need to. I mean, sometimes you need to write a check. I don't. I don't. I don't. Just for to clarify, I don't by default pay with checks. But you know, there's on occasion you need, you need to write a check. I mean, sometimes you're dealing with a person who doesn't have an online account, and you don't want to carry around you know a thousand dollars in your pocket. It's easy to write a fucking check. I mean, it's not a big deal. <laughs> and then another guy said something about. What does it say about um, something about whipping you? In, oh, whatever it takes to work Sam into a frenzy. So I think I accomplished that somehow. Yep. I don't remember how. Yeah, you always do. I don't, <laughs> whatever it takes, yeah. See, Abe, Abe, Abe plays, Abe acts like he doesn't know how. Like, he knows, Abe knows exactly. I don't. Oh, yeah. Sure you do. Sure you do. He, knows, he knows the code. He knows exactly, yeah. You know exactly what he's Push doing. that button there. Ah! That one. Ah! The fact the fact that you read that question, I mean I mean you know or that directive. You know exactly what you're doing. You know oh, yeah. Abe is a master manipulator. I mean that's the thing he knows <laughs> how to, that's what he's best at actually. I don't know if that's actually kinda of sad, but his greatest talent in life is pissing people off. <laughs> that, that's that's resume headline right there. <laughs> Base, like do I is, piss you it, off? No, well, you don't come after me. <laughs> the, people, the people Abe goes after, he knows. Who do I go after? Well, me and primarily me, I guess. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so maybe it is just you. Maybe it's an issue with you that you have. No, I mean, it's, it's not just me. I know that. I, I know there's been others. But I'm, 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 I'm the current target. That's me. If you get too comfortable on Abe, you, if you get too comfortable with Abe, you become a target. You <laughs> I, my, 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 my recommendation is to always have some distance there. I, I'm too uh, comfortable with this guy, so I'm a target. <laughs> don't get too, co- always, don't never, get too never, comfortable around Never get too close. Never get too close because yeah. he will. He, he starts learning things. <laughs> when this one looks at you, you can tell he's learning things. <laughs> Like I'm a robot. He's always, mon- he's always monitoring behavior. <laughs> like Abe, 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 and Base knows this. Base will agree with this 100. percent Abe understands. He'll he'll know exactly what bothers you. Like he'll learn. He'll learn that he'll monitor. He, he looks for things. He's like me. He's I'm always like, monitoring. I'm, like what what is bothering this guy? And whenever he finds oh, it, yeah. he'll exploit the shit out of it. I'm like IBM's uh, watching. Yeah, he, he he sees he sees the open wound and he thinks it's. Exactly, and, and you know what he's done it to you. I'm sure he's done it to you, base. I'm, I mean, not like you, but I'm sure he's done it to all of his friends. He knows what to say at the right. He knows, he knows the reaction he I'm yeah. like I robot. He's learning how to piss me off. Yeah, I can't believe the Abe robot's learning how to piss me off. 
Yep. He's, right. He knows. Well, let's wrap it up, guys, because uh, next week is the 100th episode of this podcast. Wow. I can't, man, that's crazy. So next week we'll have the entire crew on, including Ryan. Excellent. Um, Excellent. And uh, make sure, if you like the podcast, to subscribe on iTunes, comment, and rate. Because that all helps. And, and let someone, because the only way we'll get new listeners is if you who currently listen tell people. Because it's not like it's not like we have billboards or something. And, so. and, and, and I just want to I want to add one final comment. If we get enough five star reviews, I will be sending out dog treats to <laughs> nice select reviewers. So one select reviewer. If we get, let's say, okay, if we get, if, if we everyone, get hang, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, positive reviews, I will send out a box of nine dollar dog. If we get, one. if we get, let's let's make it easy. A hundred new comments and a hundred new ratings. Within this week, we'll pull one random person, and we'll send those dog treats. I'll pay for everything. That's, that's perfect, Dave, because you know that you're never going to get a hundred. That's the perfect, <laughs> that's perfect contest. And if, if anybody knows Abe, he's more bark than bite. Yes. If we so get a hundred new I, comments I and a hundred new ratings, yes. five star ratings this week, then we'll pull one. Lo- and and we'll really do it. We'll pull a lucky person, and, and they're dated, so I could see starting on yep. September first until sure. September eighth, or until we do the next episode. Yeah, a hundred new comments, a hundred new reviews, yeah. five star reviews, and you, someone will get that box of dog treats autographed by and, Sam, and a personal <laughs> note from me, written in, written in blood. Will you write them a note too, Sam? I'll write them a note in blood. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus! All right, fellas, we'll, we'll holler next week. Later, boys. Later, guys. <laughs> Thank you, Abe, for all the laughter. David Blaine, your magic is real and I believe in you.